no matter how well you think you know somebody, they can just turn around and kick you right in the nutsack. Sookie's response is, I don't have a nutsack. Hello and welcome to episode 339 of Under the Cull of MS. That's a little quote from a couple characters, including Sookie from True Blood. You'll know why in a little bit. Uh... Comics, MS Health, stuff, Thursday episode. That is today. I are brain dead. I'm just done. The cat's just got cat one. I can't keep doing this shit. I predict, predict if this shit keeps up for the whole year. I predict I'm dead before the end of the year. Because my symptoms are just maxing out. Amping up. Cat don't give two shits. You fight with them, you argue with them, and the little prick just keeps begging until the point you just give up, get up. Let the wife sleep. And sit with the little prick for three, four, five hours, and then maybe go back to bed for a couple hours, and then feel like shit the rest of the day. It's like, I'm not enjoying this at all. And of course, the wife has another pet she wants. It's like, how many freaking pets you want that you can't take care of? <laughs> I still gotta listen to her bitch when she comes home at night and spends two hours with the cat and has to play with it. Because the thing wants in and out of the door. Door constantly and constantly at wanting you to do stuff with them. So yeah, that's all freaking day for me. And then also, all freaking night. <laughs> it's like, I just, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be bitching about this stuff on here. On this burnt out. I just don't know how much more of this I can take. For Kirby Snaps. But, I guess, let's talk comics. This is a stack of comics that I happened to read early this morning. Because <laughs> I had to sit up for a few hours. These came from the bargain pack of horror comics that I got. 30 comics for $13 or whatever the heck it was. <clears throat> Excuse me. Starting out. Yeah, I gotta get a drink of water. Get this throat cleared up a little bit. <clears throat> oh yeah. That's a little better. Alright, starting out with Grim Fairy Tales Presents Ascension, number two by Xenoscope. And of course, these were random picks, so you got numbered issues from the middle of wherever, and they just bounce around and 
some things you get the beginning storyline, some get the middle, some get the end. But this is number two of five, it looks like. The story so far. In the beginning, there were the Keepers, five godlike entities devoted to protecting the Earth and the realms that surround it. The leader, the Maker, created a son known only as the Being. But that son was not pure of heart and grew into a threat. His own father made a difficult decision to imprison him in a place of evil, the Shadowlands. But centuries later, the Being found a way to open the gates of the Shadowlands, in turn unleashing unimaginable monstrosities upon Earth. Once free, the Being found his father, murdered him, and vowed to become humanity's new god. This is his story. Previously in Ascension, a nameless creature known only as the Being recruited a new group to replace the Keepers and protect Earth. But the Being has a much different definition of protection than the predecessors who he murdered. However, one of the new Keepers, Samantha Darren, harbors a secret that may lead to dissension in the ranks. This was an interesting story. Uh, we have a character here that's kind of like a skeletal alien looking character. And he's going up and just punishing people left and right. Just grabbing them, setting them on fire, burning them to ash, and punishing them in his own way. And we see conflict between him and... And some other characters. We even see a wolf character come to ask to be relieved of his pains. And this character takes care of it that way. And we get a variety of other demon style looking characters throughout here. He even cures one person of vampirism to punish them. And it's interesting because you expect this to be more uh, angel-style storyline, but I think we're dealing more with demons throughout here than anything. But it's interesting. I wouldn't mind reading all five, but we'll see if I come across more of them or not. Then the next one up is God is Dead, number seven. This is an interesting story. I have no idea what's going on, but it looks like there's entities that go around trying to preach the word of a higher power. And in this one, they come to an area where some beings, some scientific style beings, uh, have their own beliefs and their own... type of realm that's runs at a different speed of time relation to regular time and 
as the story says, it's a guy is supposed to be dead, and we see a godlike character with a huge explosion through his head, through his skull, blood flying. And then we get a Cupid-like character that's hanging around with this other character that's kind of just on a sexual quest, <laughs> I guess. I have no idea. It kind of reminds me of a Mortimer type character, Mark the Mark the zombie type character. Uh, but I'm interested in this story now. I wasn't at first, but it's really messed up. And it bounces around a lot. Uh, I don't know if this has anything to do with it. Welcome to Vermintown, a vast and vile city of a million inch tall malcontents, malcontents sprawling through an abandoned subway station deep beneath London. Here, myth has given away, given way to sleaze, drugs, gangland violence, and interracial hatred. Vermintown is where magic went to die. I don't. I'm thinking maybe that's another comic that it's, they're talking about here. I don't think that has to do with this. But. It's not knowing what's going on being the seventh issue. It's kind of hard to figure anything out. This is very strange for sure. Uh. So I want to get the beginning story and find out more about it from there. This is done by Avatar Comics. Uh, but yeah, if you want some really messed up spiritual style comic book, this is definitely for you. And then Grimm, number four, based off the Grimm TV series. I don't know any of these characters. I enjoyed the first, I think I watched the first season, maybe first season and a half of the show. But in this storyline, some goofy character got himself on three coins, got himself uh, three coins from somewhere that have some type of magical, mystical powers and cause you to have an interesting bout of luck and so and this dumbass keeps talking about the coins so of course other characters hunt him down and try and steal the coins from him and you get to see how he deals with that and along the way we get some grim style characters that become part of the story and they're trying to get the coins back to put them where they belong or whatever Put them away for now. Until someone else can get their hands on them, I guess. Or toss them into a volcano. Like, like Lord of the Rings style or something. I'm having a burp attack. I don't know why this happens. It used to happen to someone else that had a 
another MS podcast. I'm really bummed that I haven't heard him do a podcast since. I sent him a message, so I don't know if I scared him off or something or, or what, but it was one of my few, my three favorite MS podcasts. Sadly, he hasn't been on, back on since, so I'm not going to mention his name. Hopefully, he'll come back and do some more episodes. I mean, it's COVID times. We're really bored. We got nothing better to do. It would be great to see him come back and do some more. Next up, we got Grim Fairy Tales Inferno number three. This is by Xenoscope. I don't know much about this character, but she likes to set things on fire. And she's got a lot of issues with people and demons and her family members seem to be part of the lower higher powers the devil and lucifer and all this stuff seems to be a crossover between her and them and it was a very interesting read but i have no idea what's going on in that story so it's hard to really follow through with that one but then i had a got a Grim Fairy Tales presents Infernal Age of Darkness. This was a one-shot, which was nice to get this also in the pack because this at least gave me more of a basis to go off of. And in here, the story so far, in exchange for freeing her sister's soul from hell, Mercy Dante has agreed to work for the ruler of the Inferno, Lucifer. Now, Mercy uses the skills of her past life as an assassin to track down escaped demons from the Inferno and return them to where they belong. However, as the Age of Darkness gets closer, the Dark One approaches Lucifer to join him and at and his dark queen in their final push towards world domination. Meanwhile, Mercy finds herself sent on a mission that even she might not be prepared for. This is interesting. I mean, this Mercy chick's got some major tood going on. And... She just doesn't give two shits about anybody but herself. Uh, we get to see some characters dealing with demons along the way and her trying to get down to the lower realms and deal with the characters along the way that are trying to overtake everything from hell. She's sent on a mission to take out uh, highly skilled Uh, sword play female that's in the sword play uh, instead of gun play and you get to see what they what happens to them while at the same time you're seeing this whole 
storyline with Lucifer and the main demon from hell and all these characters and what their plans are going along and you get to see how some of their plans roll out and this was an interesting uh, introduction to the character after I read something from four years prior that I didn't understand what the heck was going on but now I now I want to know a little bit more from that storyline so hopefully down the road I'll get some more from of that one too and I might pick up another one of these horror packs or two down the road if I buy from my comic shop again uh, then because of the quote the reason because of the quote we had a couple True Blood comics that were in the pack also we got True Blood number 3 and True Blood Number nine from IDW Comics. This runs pretty much, I'm guessing, right along with the TV series, the HBO TV series. I believe it was HBO. Uh, I loved it when we started watching the storyline, but... I don't know why the wife didn't stick with it. She wasn't, I don't know if she wasn't into True Blood as much as her other vampire stuff, but I really liked it, and we just kind of stopped watching it. So I'm way behind on it, but I'd rather read it anyways in comic form. So I'm looking forward to getting the rest of these someday, hopefully. But, uh... Until then, we get to see the stuff between Sookie and her and Bill and her brother and all the other characters from the bar. And we get to see in this one, the first, the number three issue has some octopus character that's kind of got everybody in the bar kind of under a watchful eye and is controlling some things going on along the way. And we get a little fallback story to Suki and her friend, uh, Tara, I believe it is. Like I said, I haven't watched the show in a long time. But I believe it's Sookie and Terry goes back to their childhood and we get to see the crappy childhood Tara had to deal with with her drunken mother. And the idiots that she dated along the way. Uh, so it gives you a deeper storyline of that. And then the Issue 9 gets deeper into more like a big fight between the wolves. I mean, in this one, did it give us a storyline in the third one? I'm not sure. Let me see. Yeah, there was. The third one, the story so far says, A Louisiana storm traps the occupants of Merlot's bar. Oh, that's why they're all in the bar, stuck in there. But they soon discover there's a monster in the midst. 
forced to re reveal shameful stories from their past or face a gruesome death. Sookie tells a tragic tale of the day her parents died. Then Eric recounts an incident from long ago about a human he once knew. And then, like I said, Tara tells her story of her childhood and stuff. So that makes more sense now that I read that. And like I say, I don't read these little synopsises until I talk about the comics. So that helps. And then the story so far for the issue nine. True Blood chronicles the backwoods Louisiana town of Bon Temps. In a world where vampires have emerged from the coffin and no longer need humans for their fix. Continuing the tale of Sookie Stackhouse, a waitress with telepathic gifts, and those close to her. Vampire suitors Bill Compton and Eric Northman, soul-searching pal Tara Thornton, shape-shifting boss Sam Merlot, rakish brother Jason, clairvoyant Lafayette teen vamp Jessica, and Police Chief Andy Bellflower. True Blood is a dark and sexy tale that boldly delves into the heart and the neck of the Deep South. This storyline gets into a werewolf uh, battle story going on here with all the characters. Uh, a fight between the vampires and the werewolves and the shapeshifters and whoever else you want to include but yeah definitely interesting uh definitely something i'm gonna stick with uh if i find them and hopefully it is running off the show so i get that storyline because it's a good chance i probably won't go back and rewatch the show series anytime soon so those were fun that's it for the comic portion. Uh, let's see any, what's going on. Uh, I'm still checking out some of the games on the Xbox Game Pass. I will say what I'm thinking is going to stay as game of the year probably or one of the top three games of the year. That I really enjoyed was Gunk. I'm having a blast with this game. It's basically two characters. They are not white. They are not male. And I don't give a shit. That's why I don't understand why people whine that they don't see depictions of themselves and they can't they can't play they can't feel right when they play things. It's like I don't care what the characters look or feel like or what their basis is, or where they're from, or if they're alien, or an animal, or whatever, or some type of human that I may not be, I don't care. As long as the storyline's great, and the game's fun, and this one is fun. Definitely favorite game of the year so far. Uh, basically, these two girls land in a far out planet and the one she's missing an arm and for her arm she has some type of uh, 
device that you can do all this scan stuff, scan plants and materials and stuff. You can scan the environment. You can shoot things, grab things, do things with this thing that she had, this device she has connected to her arm. Uh, she does most of the tra- She's the one you control so far through the game. And you just travel around trying to find things that I'm finding on this unique, beautiful looking planet. I found some realms that were built, uh, some runes and stuff that were built by some other entities. Um, trying to learn about it. Or this gunk's all over the place. So I keep sucking up the gunk and getting rid of it. And every time I clean clean an area up, it revives it and the plant and flora flora and animal life comes back and well so far i only got one creature a unique looking uh, deer colorful very bright colorful looking uh, deer type figure uh, that i chase through the planet for a while and it takes me into where these uh monuments are and stuff So I'm cleaning that area up now and learning more and more and getting some materials to that I'm able to make different things. And it's just, it's a ton of fun, but yeah, I don't care that I'm a girl of some other race or entity or, and I don't care. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. I'm having a blast with it. <laughs> so he call me a little girly man. I don't care. This game's awesome. And eventually someday they tried and they failed so far, but we'll eventually have it where we can design our avatars, take pictures of ourselves and our avatars will be able to play in every game, but they just haven't figured out how to make that work yet. They've done it with some games that you can design avatars with, but yeah, this is, I don't give a shit. I was having a blast playing as a girl, all running all over this planet, just finding all kinds of cool stuff, sucking up this gunk. Uh, let's see, as far as news goes so far this week that I've seen, <laughs> looks like Olympians are starting to leave their countries. Seems like every time there's Olympics, some people defect from their countries. It gives them a way to run away, I guess. Uh, 49 SpaceX satellites were lost in a solar storm yesterday or the day before. I mean, is that our future for our internet going down? Because this is this big space SpaceX satellite program that they're doing is supposed to be that thing where they're putting up a ton of satellites in that atmosphere and it's going to give worldwide free internet free high-speed internet but i still call bullshit some way they're going to find a way to finance it and make us pay for it and then lacking countries will get it for free but we'll have to pay for it somehow uh a 70 year old italian woman was found Sitting in her chair two years after her death. I can see that happening with me when 
with Shelly when I die. She'll just, she talks about st- stuffing me and leaving me in a chair. But I can see that happening. A 13-foot crocodile in Indonesian, Indonesia was freed from a motorcycle tire that was stuck around its neck for like six years or so. They cut caught him and cut it off. And that was nice, though, instead of just killing the crocodile, which a bunch of rednecks in the United States would just do that and then probably hang it by the tire. Uh, Pfizer forecast a $54 billion in revenue in 2022 just from the sales of the COVID vaccine and another antiviral pill. And then they'll make another $54 billion from their other medications. An L.A. nun gets prison for gets prison time for $835 that she stole from a school to pay for her gambling habit. It's like, what's with the religious stuff and gambling? They're always, all the religious people I know are big gamblers. But the pedo priest, the pedophile priest, they don't get no jail time. Uh, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard are getting shit from people that sticking their nose in their life just because they made a comment on their armchair expert podcast about their daughters sleeping on their floor and stuff. But that's the end. We're running out of time, so we're going to end it here. We'll get back to you with some MS Health stuff right after this. All right. We're going to get to MS Health stuff. I was just got cut off towards the end of the whole Dax and Kristen Shepard being picked on because they mentioned stuff on their podcast about their kids sleeping on their bedroom floor once in a while. And they also made a comment about their kids being, wait until they wait for the stink before they tell the kids to wash themselves. So the kids go like five days without washing until they stink. Yes, they made some comment like that. And, Of course, you don't want to comment about your children live because someone's going to find some offense to it and they're going to start talking about it and it's going to get out all over the place. You got to watch it if you're going to bring anything like that up. It's best to talk about yourself and leave your children out of it. But that's their choice. They can do that. They're a great couple. I don't see why. I don't see there being any threat to their children from them, but some people are going to take it that way, I'm sure. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, so far this month has been quite the experience of new and old symptoms just flying back. I'm still dealing with the sewing needle stabbing me in the ass crack every now and then. That's mellowed out quite a bit. It went away for a couple days, but now it's starting to make its way back again. The ripping, the razor blades slicing my body up and shoving the glass shards that are soaked in alcohol into the open wound feeling. That's pretty much every day back again. That's just think the sleep deprivation stuff, narcolepsy, whatever the hell is going on with me is amping that all up. Uh, 
the scene stars, burns, the visual issues, bouncing up and down, the uh, optic dizziness, the vertigo, the weakness, the falling, the forgetting my routines, bathing, washing, drying, dressing, cooking things, I'm spacing out, it's just it's all kinds of things are ramping up this month, so it's been very fun, very interesting. Uh, getting the shakes again with the weakness feelings. I, just, I don't want to go in for steroids or anything like that, but we'll see how bad it gets. I'll just ride it out as long as I can until I just can't take it anymore. Let's look into some MS Health stuff, see what we can find here from our old notes. Got some ways to rewire our brain. Neuroplasticity refers to your brain's ability to restructure or rewire itself when it recognizes the need for adaption. In other words, it can continue developing and changing throughout life. It's like we were told at one point that our brain quit developing at a certain age. Then they changed their mind about it. But Experts have yet to determine the limits of the brain's abilities. Some believe we may never fully understand them all. But evidence does support the existence of one of its most important processes. Neuroplasticity. Plasticity. For example, if brain trauma after a car accident affects your ability to speak, you haven't necessarily lost your ability permanently. Therapy and rehabilitation can help your brain relearn this ability by repairing old pathways or creating new ones. Uh, neuroplasticity also seems to have promise as a driver of potential treatment for certain mental health conditions. Experts believe the negative thought patterns that occur with depression, for example, could result from interrupted or impaired neuroplasticity processes. Exercises that promote positive neuroplasticity then may help rewire these patterns to improve your well-being. Uh, some things you can do it on your own to help rewire your game. Surprisingly, play video games. Yes, that's right. The debate over the potential benefits and risk of video games can get pretty contentious, but if you enjoy gaming, there's some good news. Research suggests this hobby can have plenty of cognitive benefits like motor coordination, visual recognition and spatial navigation, memory and reaction time, reasoning, decision-making, and problem-solving skills, resilience, cooperation, and team participation. There's a variety of things that you can benefit from it. Basically, when you play video games, you teach your brain new skills. These, effect, these effects can improve your gameplay, 
certainly, but they also carry over to the rest of your life. Learning to recover from failure in a game can help you get better at bouncing back from setbacks. Exploring different solutions to a task in a game can help enhance creative thinking. Uh, different types of games may offer verifying, varying, verifying, varying benefits. Uh, 3D adventure games seem to contribute to improvements in memory, problem solving, and scene recognition. Puzzle games help boost problem solving skills, brain connectivity, and spatial prediction. Rhythm gaming like dance or exercise video games can help improve visual, visual spatial memory and attention. And it's a lot of benefits. There's so many different types of games and styles of games out there. And even with like board games and all that stuff, it's all beneficial to your brain as long as you're keeping that brain active and making it think and use itself. Learn a new language. Uh, learning a new language can help boost the gray matter. Gray matter houses many important regions in your brain, including areas associated with language, attention, memory, Emotions and motor skills. So, studying a new language at any age can lead to stronger problem solving and creative thinking skills, improved vocabulary, greater reading comprehension, and increased ability to multitask. But they've proven that nobody can really multitask. We've learned that in the past. <laughs> Whatever method you choose, try to stick with it for at least a few months, even if you only do 10 to 15 minutes of study a day. Music has several brain... I need brain benefits right now because my brain is just... <laughs> la, la, Music has several brain benefits. It can help improve your mood. Ability to learn and remember new information, concentration, and focus. Music therapy also appears to help slow down cognitive decline in older adults. It's, I don't listen to much music other than in the car in the wintertime, but the rest of the year I'll have music cranking in the background when I'm working and stuff. It's definitely a uplifting, beneficial item to have going in the background. Musical training also has benefits as a neuroplasticity exercise. Musicians often have better audio and visual perception, greater focus and attention, better memory, and better motor coordination. Travel. If you enjoy travel, another reason to get out and explore somewhere new, travel may help enhance cognitive flexibility, inspire you, and enhance creativity. Experiencing new scenery and surroundings can also help you learn about different cultures and become a better communicator, both of which can have additional cognitive benefits. Try taking a long walk through a new neighborhood, doing your grocery shopping, 
in another part of town or another town, going for a hike, virtual travel, getting started with National Geographic, virtual travel on YouTube is a good way to do that. Uh, yeah, you don't have to go to another country to travel. You, you'd be surprised at some of the places you'll find just in your own backwoods in your own states your own country and stuff there's lots of places around that a person doesn't know or doesn't see unless they get out there and do it uh exercise offers a number of physical benefits from stronger muscles to improved fitness and health and better sleep it also strengthens your brain. Exercise, aerobic exercise in particular, can lead to improvements in cognitive abilities like learning and memory. Making art, creating art can help you see the world in a new in new unique ways. You might use art to sort through and express emotions, share personal experiences, or get deeper insight. On personal struggles, for example, there's lots of ways to get into artwork, from drawing to painting to pottery, and many different ways to choose from. Embrace unfocusing. Even simple doodling can offer brain benefits by activating the brain's default mode network, which allows your brain to briefly unfocus. This occasional mental downtime directly relates to neuroplasticity. Letting your brain rest can improve creativity, interrupt unwanted habits, and help you find new solutions to problems. So take some of those things into consideration to help improve your brain functioning. Uh, let's see the benefits and side effects of ginger water. Native native to Southeast Asia, ginger is a common is common in food and medicine around the world. The ginger plant is rich in natural chemicals that can promote your health and wellness. Ginger water, also known as ginger tea, is one way to enjoy the benefits of ginger. Such as anti-inflammatory, it's an antioxidant, anti-nausea and digestion age. I should actually I should actually try some ginger tea today. I think I have some up in the cupboard. Uh, if not, I got some chunks of ginger frozen, but I got this new medication I'm on for my skin has me nauseous and vomiting feeling all day long, all day, all night, wake up. It doesn't matter. I constantly feel nauseous. Like I'm going to get pukey all of a sudden. It balances blood sugar. Uh, it's good for the cholesterol, weight loss, hydration. Uh, the risks of ginger, having too much of it, are 
if your body doesn't accept it, it's rare, but you can get heartburn, gas, stomach ache, or burning in the mouth. It can be very strong if you take it directly and it can give you that mouth burn. Uh, how to make ginger water. Wash the part of the ginger root you'll be using. Use a zester to grate a half a teaspoon of ginger. Boil four cups of water on the stove. Add the ginger once the water is boiling. Remove the ginger water from the heat and let the ginger steep in the water for 10 minutes. Strain the ginger pieces from the water and discard it. And drink the ginger water hot or cold, however you like it. Uh, doctors recommend consuming a maximum of 3 to 4 grams of ginger extract per day. If you're pregnant, don't consume more than one gram of ginger extract per day. Ginger is not recommended for children under the age of two. Uh, the following are equivalent to one gram of ginger, a half a teaspoon of powdered ginger, a teaspoon of grated raw ginger, or four cups of water steeped with half a teaspoon of grated ginger. Basically, consuming ginger can support your health and may also help treat many health problems. Drinking ginger water is also a great way to stay hydrated, which is important for your overall health. Talk to your doctor about any supplemental herbs you want to try. And if you're interested in ginger, start making your own ginger water from fresh ginger root. That's simple enough to do and try out. So I am definitely going to try it and see if it helps today if I can find. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have some in the freezer so I can do it that route. Uh, multiple sclerosis is characterized by disrupting communication between the brain and the body, resulting in symptoms ranging from blurred vision to muscle weakness and pain. There's no cure for the condition and therapies have proven difficult. As many have serious side effects, but now relief may come in the form of medical marijuana pill. Uh, this was released by uh, the FDA, and there's a Deep unmet need for additional therapies, especially to treat progressive forms of the disease, for which there are few treatment options. Marijuana treatment eases spasticity and pain, as we know, but we just... They're working on a pill form and they also have the spray form but we're not seeing any names or results of it and of course there's never enough evidence they gotta keep studying it but this therapy may not reduce tremor and Tremors and the team cautions that long-term safety of using medical marijuana in pill or oral spray form is unknown. And I disagree with the tremor form because we have types of marijuana called uh, Charlotte 
Charlotte's Web that is for spasticity and tremor type issues in children, and it's showing definite benefits through that. So I don't know why they say that in there, but it's just a big research thing talking about all the different doctors and the numbers of the people that they tested stuff on. But they had good results, but I don't see the products in the United States, at least at the moment. All right, another thing that people are finding out can cause them a lot of issues, it's hypothyroidism. It's most well known for its relationship to your metabolism and oftentimes weight gain or the inability to lose weight. But that's just the tip of the iceberg when you begin to look at the multitude of various hyperthyroidism symptoms, ranging from digestive to sensory symptoms. But also keep in mind that different people develop different symptoms. There is no one set pattern of symptoms. That's why you have to check with your doctor and see see what they say and suggest for you. Some general hypothyroidism symptoms. Say that five times fast. Oh, now I got the hiccups. Come on. All right, I'm going to take a swig of water quick before I get to this list. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Some symptoms are fatigue or excessive tiredness, weight gain or an inability to lose weight, obesity, excessive weight loss, cold extremities, swollen neck or goiter, loss of stamina, afternoon energy crash, low morning temperature, edema, difficulty breathing, dry and or gritty eyes, slow recovery, inability to exercise, trembling, jittery, or shivering shivering feeling, hoarse voice, cold sweats, lack of coordination, and heavy eyelids, Uh, sleep-related hyperthyroidism symptoms are insomnia, poor sleep quality, waking up feeling unrested, difficulty getting out of bed in the morning, frequent nightmares, sleep apnea, excessive snoring, night sweats, Some sensory hypothyroid symptoms are inability to concentrate, slowed reflexes and reaction time, sensitivity to light and or sun, sensitivity to hot and cold, sensitivity to strong odors or to loud noises, and blurred vision. Hair, skin, and nail-related hypothyroid symptoms are puffiness or swelling of eyes, face, hands, feet, and or ankles, hair loss, brittle hair, loss of eyelashes, loss of eyebrow hair, the outer portion, uh, brittle, flaky, or peeling nails, dry, flaky, or coarse skin, pale and or yellowish skin pigment, dark circles under the eyes, orange calluses, bruise easily, acne, 
rashes, and various skin conditions. Digestive hyperthyroidism symptoms are loss of appetite, constipation, food allergies and sensitivities, difficulty swallowing, swollen tongue and ridges on the tongue, dry mouth, alcohol intolerance, hemorrhoids, irritable bowel syndrome, abdominal distension, excessive gas, bad breath, diabetes, liver, gallbladder issues, salt cravings, sweet cravings, hypoglycemia. Heart-related symptoms are high cholesterol, high blood pressure, low blood pressure. I mean, they're covering every aspect of every damn thing out there. You might as well just get tested for it and be done with it. Slow, weak pulse, under 60 beats per minute. Fast pulse, over 90 beats per minute at rest. Heart palpitations, heart disease, bleeding, clotting issues. Oh, Christ, this thing just goes on and on and on. Yeah, they got everything. And you can look it up if you want this whole list, but it's just insane. But many of the hyperthyroidism symptoms that they have listed can be both easily avoided or easily eliminated when you learn how to properly restore the function and health of your thyroid. And it always begins with properly educating and empowering yourself to take control of your health. And they could have gave you more things on how to help it than to give you all these damn symptoms, but I'm not going to read the rest of those. There's too many of them. Let's end this with a recipe. We got a raspberry vanilla cheesecake recipe. This is using uh, well, it's a simple to make recipe with no dairy, no flour, and no butter. You don't bake your cake. You just freeze it perfectly sweet and slight and slightly tart when it comes out. Your crust, ingredients for your crust is one cup figs, one cup almonds, and some sea salt. Your filling, you need two cups cashew Whether the cashew is soaked overnight, two tablespoons coconut oil melted, two frozen bananas, one teaspoon of vanilla, one tablespoon of maple syrup, and three limes juiced. The berry topping consists of two cups raspberries and two tablespoons of hemp hearts. Basically, you place the nuts and figs in a blender with sea salt and pulse to chop until they are to your desired fineness. Process a finer crust, longer than a chunky one. Uh, Test the crust by spooning out a small amount of mixture and rolling it in your hands. If the ingredients hold together, your crust is perfect. Scoop out the crust mixture in a G-spring form pan, if you don't have a spring form pan, use a pie plate lined with parchment paper and press it firmly, making sure that the edges are well packed and that the base is relatively even throughout. Warm the coconut oil in a small saucepan on low heat until it's liquidy. Whisk it to combine. Place all filling ingredients in the blender and blend on high until very smooth. This may take a couple minutes, so be patient. 
pour the mixture onto the crust and smooth it out with a spatula. Place in the freezer for three hours. To serve, remove from the freezer 30 minutes prior to eating. Run a smooth, sharp knife under hot water and cut it into slices. And then top with smashed raspberries and hemp hearts and enjoy. It sounds pretty simple, but it sounds pretty good. I'm curious how it tastes. I know uh, in the past, I can't remember the exact recipe anymore, but I blended up some cashews with some figs. Or, no, with dates. That's what I used. I think it was dates and cashews. It makes like a fake caramely treat. It's like having a healthier style candy bar if you want to roll it into a form or whatever. But yeah, that was a good good treat too that was healthy on the healthy route. So try those out. And then let's end this. Since we got a couple minutes left. We'll do a uh, let's do a pickles thing here. We got my talking to a door-to-door salesman. He comes up to the door, says, "Good morning, ma'am. I'd like to show you a vacuum cleaner that will change your life. Come on in." Dog's growling at him. What about the dog? Oh, I doubt he cares what kind of vacuum we use. No, no. I mean, will he bite? I don't know. I was hoping I was hoping to find out. <laughs> Excuse me. I think I left a light bulb on in my refrigerator as he disappears and runs away. Hurry back. <laughs> As telemarkers, the salesmen's door-to-door salesmen's became our new, were our telemarkers back in the day. So they are annoying and won't leave us alone. But yeah, <laughs> that's it for today. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of monster. Take care. Things that need to be done to make yourself happy as possible. Put the critters in the barn. Uh, check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Under the Call. Like, review, tell a friend about Under the Call of MS. Get us some backing out there. Help us out. We need it. <laughs> but other than that, that's it for today. You have a great one. We'll get back to you again soon.